Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast. Episode 26. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. This is Dorf Star. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. All right, I seem to recall we left off and uh, there was this unusually tall, generic-looking woman that was not Lily at your door. With a long blonde braid. Yes, long blonde braid. That's funny that he picked my face. He picked my hair and your height. My face is the least memorable thing about me. I didn't pick anything about Ted. Maybe he picked Ted's completely ineffectualness. I mean, Ted achieved his goals. They just weren't your goals. He has showed up at your apartment door not less than, I don't know, 15 minutes after you've gotten home, I think. And we have both Sunshine and Snowball with us? I believe that's correct. You have, I know you have Snowball with you. You have Sunshine with you as well? Yeah, I'm not even sure where we would have left her, except on the ship. Yeah, that would have been a mess when we got back. Pretty, Pretty gross. I need to get her treats. You do need to do some of that. Why don't we actually handle that stuff first? Lily would just spend the whole time shopping. So, Lily, you've gotten in and, like, I, I assume you've had, like, a little pet carrier for Sunshine, in fact, just because, like, there's way too much stimuli for her to handle. Yeah, I'm not sure, like, how big is she? She's, like, the size of a small dog, so... Yeah, she's the size of a dog. Can I just throw her in a crate or a Yeah, you bag? can just throw her in a crate or, like, a big pet carrier, something like that. Maybe I could take one of the boxes if they're not using them. <laughs> All the empty boxes from our... Oh, there you world. go. Yeah, so you have a box that says, uh, let's see, what does it say? Is it a Brom box? Dominion Munitions? Yeah, it says Dominion Munitions on it, so it's not the best kind of box to be just be carting around. It's a box of sunshine, that's what it is. Walking on sunshine. Uh, you don't get hassled on your way to your apartment, though. I do want a two purple survival check, just to like keep sunshine vaguely calm and from freaking out too much. Yeah, is there any, like, rules about animals in this place? In your apartment? Anywhere, like, in the city, or... Yeah, start with the survival check, and then we'll we'll move on to some knowledge tear and stuff. It was a wash. Sunshine is not calm. Okay. Like, you, you keep her stuffed in this crate for a while, and then as soon as, like, you let her loose in the apartment, like, she breaks out of the crate, and... There goes the cushion. She is, like, looking for a place to hide. There's new smells everywhere. She sort of recognizes you and Imogen, but only sort of. There's this suddenly new person who's here that smells really, really weird. She does not like that. Like, she runs to a back room immediately. Things are getting torn up along the way. Yeah, okay. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of hours. So the crate is broken or no? It's partly broken. Okay. She broke out of part of it. You write down in your inventory, uh, one broken Dominion munitions crate. I put partially broken. Excuse me, partially broken. Yeah, because I need to return it, right? I mean, maybe. <laughs> well, I was thinking I probably owe them something for the havoc we've caused. <laughs> I was going to put, put something in it. <laughs> but now it might be a dog bed, so... There might be that. Dog bed or present for Admiral Horner. Hmm. It's a possibility. Uh, give me an 
easy vigilance check as well. Both of you can do this. Two successes and one threat. Success and advantage. Lily, you can take one strain as you notice you're like taking out your look at your backpack. Snowball's in there. He looks all safe, but you can see like the tech on his head. There's a blinky red light that was not going off before. It's not like alarm, but it's just like shit. You don't know what this is. Imogen. Imogen, you're you notice this. You're a little distracted at the moment, but oh, because Malorn's here, right? Malorn is right here. I forget what he said at the end of last episode, but uh, he said that this place smelled. Is what he said. Yes. Wild animals, I suppose that that makes sense. You are practically animals yourselves. Come in, why don't you? I was not waiting for your approval. I will close the door behind him. Are you gonna keep your costume on this whole time? Are there video sensors inside your domicile? We're not expecting any calls, no. Then I suppose it is fine. You you can see him, like, tap a couple things on his arm, and the guy's drops, uh, and you see the... The fellow to the left here. Uh, his side gauntlet is not ignited. Lily's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized <laughs> He now. said his name, but she didn't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, he is a little bit taller than Lily is. He's not as buff as this person looks, uh, I'll definitely say. Uh, definitely more in the lanky kind of uh, phase. Uh, but yeah, he's got long tentacles, very pale, like purplish skin. Uh, as I said, his face is kind of wrinkly, which you've interpreted vaguely as like he's... And slightly older Protoss, he's not super young. Okay. And is Snowball still in the backpack? Snowball's still in the backpack. Oh, head, I could just head see head sticking it the... out. Yep. Does Snowball respond at all to the Protoss? That's a good question. What Imogen is wondering is, how long has that light been blinking? Is that light a Protoss proximity light? I will say you guys only just noticed it because he was in the backpack and you weren't mm-hmm. opening the backpack. Right, but I am kind of watching Snowball to see if Snowball does anything related to this Protoss that is Sure. Just... Give me like a two purple knowledge Zerg check as far as like interpreting. I'm not the Zerg expert. Uh, I mean, Lily, you can do a knowledge Zerg check too if you want. Is Snowball acting weird? I mean, that might be a concern of yours in general. Yeah, it, it generally is. Total wash. I feel like a single mom. I've got this crazy wild dog and this baby and <laughs> now a visitor. <laughs> One success. Uh, Snowball actually seems to be acting like his normal self. I mean, he's kind of sluggish. He's not doing a whole lot. You did just, like, open up the backpack, so he's kind of looking at you, awaiting uh, orders. Okay, he's giving me the Snowball look. Yeah, but he does not seem alarmed in any fashion. And Lily, you're not getting any, like, vibes off of him. Okay. But it's blinking, so who knows what that means. Yes. You can attempt a mechanics check to interpret this. I, well, okay, so we've got Malorn here. You do. Does he see Snowball? That's a good question. Does he care? Because I can just, if he hasn't, I could just take Snowball to my room and get Sunshine under control. Yeah. And let Imogen sort out the guest. He does not seem to, if he does see Snowball, he does not react in any way. Okay. Then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Snowball to my room and try to corral Sunshine maybe get her fed or whatever yes sunshine has gotten into your kitchen and uh let's see has she learned how to sunshine has decided that she also wants a knife yeah <laughs> but i can buy her a knife okay she is trying to like open the fridge she's scratching everything up okay and like that's gonna come out of your security deposit but yeah yeah don't worry about that when you move out i mean to be honest at first i was like god she just goes for food but then she did like steal like two things in one night and the ship so she did she did she's got a I'd like to see a hoarder 
She's a little bit of a hoarder. She's a smart girl. No, she <laughs> broke Snowball out of the room and she broke the Blobolisk out. And she's just a dog. Like, that's true. more than I get done in a day. That's two jailbreaks in one day. So, yeah. So, I open the fridge. Is there anything in there to, that I can feed her? Ooh, that's a good question. An old sandwich, just like in your desk. Yeah. What kind of stuff does uh, Dulili and Imogen eat? It's, you've been gone for like a two week or, weeks or two so. weeks. Yeah. I feel like with Lily, there's going to be like a beer, maybe two beers, and maybe like a half of an eaten pizza or something, or half maybe two slices. And then there's like all these wilted, shriveled up vegetables that were left there because we were gone longer than I expected because Imogen drinks her like smoothies. And, like... She drinks smoothies? <laughs> so, like, she's from Emoja. Like, there's all this environmentally sensitive stuff. There's like... Okay organic grains in the pantry and <laughs> but, but you know we're like busy on the go people and we're not very wealthy so there's not very much of it right okay so yeah if lily was the last one in there then there's probably something that doesn't belong in there like a knife or a battery <laughs> or you know something you needed to cut the pizza so like you just used a knife yeah the knife is still in the pizza yeah yeah so something like that yeah the pizza it's you know, maybe not good for human consumption, but it's probably, it's probably fine. I mean, does it smell bad? Give me a, how to tell if food is still good. Oh, this is a, a survival check still. And then if you eat it, it's a resilience check. Yeah. Give me a, a two purple survival check. It's creatures from the wilds of Marsara. Yeah. Is it good for it to eat pizza is the real question, I suppose. I got two advantages and a failure. Uh, you're not sure? The pizza itself seems to be okay. That's, that's all I'll say. Ian, you, you can recover some strain. The pizza is not bad. You don't know if it's safe for Sunshine to eat it. Well, okay, then I'll pull out an MRE and, because I know Sunshine eats those, and give her half the pizza, and then I'll save the rest for myself, unless... <laughs> I mean, snow, Snowball, I have no idea. Snowball seems like sweet things, so we can yes. worry about... <laughs> Anything with sugar, Snowball will devour. So I'll take a bite of it, and I'll give the rest to... <laughs> This is like, see Lily, like, one hand, like, holding a slice of pizza in her mouth, other hand offering a slice of pizza to Sunshine. Huh? Uh, uh, oh, it's good, huh? And she doesn't even think to, oh, offer some for Malorn? <laughs> he doesn't have a mouth. He doesn't have a mouth. <laughs> I, I, maybe I look at him, I look at the pizza, and I just decide not to. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, he's, he's probably a vegetarian. Yeah. Okay, that, uh, Sunshine seems to approve of that. Uh, and enjoys that. I'm sure she'll puke it up all over. All uh, possibly, that. possibly. But yeah. she enjoys it at least. While that's happening, Imogen, you have Malorn here kind of looking at you uh, dismissively. So you still agreed on our bargain. We are going to do this job with you. And any advanced information you have about it would be much appreciated. And if there's anything you can show me how to do ahead of time that could... Perhaps be helpful in dealing with this. That would be wise. I believe I can... I can explain things. It will be up to you as far as whether you can comprehend them. I believe that's how teaching works. That will be to our mutual advantage, as my associate, my former associate, Lendasha is. I don't wish to call her clever. She is capable. And... You expect her to be making a move on this at the same time as us. That, in fact, is the plan to disrupt her attempts. And make off with the device ourselves. 
I suppose that would be desirable as well, because then Lindasha will not be able to retrieve it from the facility later. Well, you had previously suggested just giving it to Lily. You didn't seem so concerned about what happened to it, despite the fact that you said it's Protoss technology. As I related, it is not Taldarim technology. And even if it were, we do not hoard our technology. We borrow other people's technology. It just so happens that Protoss technology is the only technology worth borrowing. I see. But it seems your Dominion has the same idea, but they don't know what they're doing. They're going to hurt themselves, so you may wish to protect them from it. Oh, that's how we're framing it. However you choose to interpret it, it does not matter to me. Your associate Lily might be able to handle it. <laughs> oh so he like looks into the kitchen. She's got the pizza, offering some to the sunshine. Indeed. I would say you keep strange company, but you keep appropriate company. Myself excluded, of course. Well, I appreciate the sacrifices you're making simply being in our presence. You cannot begin to understand how incredibly irritating it is. But yes, it is a sacrifice that I am forced to tolerate. I think you can't begin to understand sarcasm. I, in general, don't think Terrans are worth understanding, so... But we'll see. I'll call from the kitchen. Do you guys want beer? Does he know what beer is? I mean, that would be the, the polite thing to do is offer guests a drink. I'd probably say a beer. I think there might be a couple in here, so. Yeah. Uh, Malorn uh, actually picks up. He's like, actually, yes, that will make this easier. Do I have any more of those fermented kombuchas? <laughs> do we? Ooh, ah. I don't want to spend a story point on that. <laughs> Imogen, roll a uh, two purple negotiation. Let's see if you had got a good deal on them or if you're all out. I am quite a good negotiator. Two successes and one threat. So it's a little expired, but you do have some. Because you've been gone for two weeks. Whatever, it's, you know, it's fermented. It's more strongly. It doesn't taste good. That's the what causes the strain. <laughs> I say, yup, and I put Malorn's in his glass, because he's fancy, and give it to him, and then go tend to sunshine and drink a beer. Okay, so you guys are watching Malorn. He does not have a mouth. I will reiterate this. Is the level of beer, like, lower or anything? <laughs> I was just just wondering this, like, how do Protoss eat? Do they? I and the vague impression from some of the books that there was like energy fields that they derived nourishment from. But that's kind of weird considering they are physical beings. Apparently they only need uh, sunlight or moonlight. Can they just like set their tentacles in the glass? And What I will say actually is that, yes, he, he just like puts a couple of his tentacles in the glass and like you see it like slowly drain a little bit and he like actually kind of relaxes. His eyes, they're like, they're sort of a red because he's always pissed off. Uh, they actually kind of mellow out a little bit. Uh, you suspect he's able to get drunk rather quickly? Might have to send Lily out on a beer run. Uh, it's a possibility. <laughs> uh, we're going to see. How does this stuff affect him? Okay, he's... Yeah, he's having a good time. How good is his resilience? Not so good. It's like, oh, I will give your Terran something you know how to take the edge off of your miserable, miserable existence. Lindasha is going to move on the facility in three days, so we're going to have to step up whatever training you're going to undertake. Well, is there anything you can tell us about the facility or, or how you think we're going to go about this? The facility is known as the Dominion Optics Research Facility, or DORF, they keep calling it. 
I believe it's nominally some sort of primitive museum on the outside. And then there's a restricted area on the inside that is a primitive laboratory. I strongly suspect the weapon in question will be in the back of the laboratory in a secure testing area. What can you tell us about that? The actual thing you want stolen? The name I saw in reference to it was called a frying pan laser. I'm not sure what to make of this. I, some primitive- Hey Lily, can you bring out a frying pan to show Malorn what one looks like? <laughs> uh, yeah, I pull it out of the freezer. <laughs> you pull this out, show it to him. Does it look like this? I don't know what the weapon looks like. It will look like Protoss technology from the homeworld Ire, which tends to have a lot of blues and yellows if it's something like that, but it can vary. Uh, it's a, a type of laser, a type of energy weapon uh, that I believe, yes, can induce a incredible amount of pain through the, oh, catching your target on fire habit that it has. What size? Is this something a person can wield by themselves or like they need a harness or... Uh, it is a, a heavy two-handed weapon, which is uncommon among Protoss, uh, at least of, in terms of a what you would call a firearm. But I think Lily would certainly be strong enough to hold it. What is it for? Suppression? Killing? Some other word that's probably actually military version of that? Just pain? Well, I know the Taldarim intend to use it for pain, probably terrorizing people. The original inventors probably intended to use it to assault Zerg or Terrans. As the case may be. But your people, the Taldarim, they're interested in terrorizing people? Some of them are. Uh, the High Lord Malash certainly seems to take great delight in that. And remind me again, this is the group you're trying to get back into by killing one of them. Yes, I don't see what's so complicated about this. I understand you have more primitive uh, systems of succession and promotion on your world. But uh, in Taldarim society, we follow the uh, ceremony of Rakshir. When you wish to ascend to the next position, you challenge that person. It just seems like you're not actually supportive of any of their policies. Well, if I want to change their policies, their rights, I will need to ascend higher if I have any hope of doing that. Okay. There are a few others like me at various points along the chain of ascension as well, but... We are currently a minority status. Well, and I'm an exiled status. All right. Well, do you have something in mind, or are you going to just show me how to use this thing? She pulls out the Psy Gauntlet. Ah, uh, the Psy Gauntlet. And she has, she has studied Egon's notes on it. Right. He says, actually, that is a slightly more advanced case. If you show sufficient capability, then we can move on to that. But that is... As you have perhaps learned, not the safest place to start. Uh, Lily, what are you doing while they're... Are you cleaning the kitchen while this is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Does Lily clean kitchens? It doesn't sound like it. Or is it just like hiding things in places? I picture more like she just, she had it open and she set it down and then kind of forgot. <laughs> and maybe doesn't care so much. Basically what I'm trying to do is get sunshine like settled in to the new place. So I can be as is involved in the conversation or not if Imogen wants to try to pull me in or I can, whatever it takes to get Sunshine crowd so that she's not terrorizing the house and calm down. Okay. I mean, I can take care of Snowball too since we just got in. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Snowball's pretty jet-lagged. Yeah, you gave Sunshine a good amount of food that's more than she normally gets, so she's pretty settled. I think she's, she's like napping wherever you put her. 
That is way better okay. than what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say she was throwing it all up. Uh, no, she made her resilience check, actually. I mean, she is a scavenger. I'm pretty sure this is... This is true. She was going to eat a blobolisk. I'm pretty sure pizzas... <laughs> Pizza, blobolisk, are they really that different? I think she probably needs some meat. But yeah, then I'll set her up with a blanket in the crate if I can get her in there. And Snowball's pretty indestructible, so I can kind of put them both in my room. And Yes. Do you like look at the... Try to infer more from this blinky light? Yeah, I would like to look at that a little bit. I don't want to ignore the... If it sounds like we're getting to planning for the thing, because I don't want to ignore that information. It sounds like they're about to do a training montage. Yeah, okay. Then I think Imogen probably can fill me in on whatever. I I think at this point I've probably gotten what I need to know, which is that there's some sort of weapon that has a laser, and we can figure out what that is when we find it. <laughs> okay. Then you can give me a two purple either mechanics or knowledge Terran to try to understand what does this light mean? All right. Well, those rolls are both the same for me, so... Your choice, then. Mechanics or knowledge, Terran. I did fix the grate earlier, and was... I am a Terran. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't I just go for knowledge, Terran, at this point, to sure. see if there's anything that I yeah. can figure out? This isn't anything that tools would help with, right? No, this is just trying to understand what this is. It's a wash. You're not 100% sure what it means, but I will say you think it's related to, like, an energy level. Oh, like it needs to charge or something. Something like that. But you, you're not sure, like, is it low? Is it going to run out right now? Do you just need to feed him? I will try to feed him. Then at some point I can try to get Imogen and hopefully it doesn't, well, I don't know. We'll find out. Zerg larvae aren't that. Say again? I asked if you were going to give him sweet tea. Do you guys have sweet tea? We yeah, have I the have some of it. I have. Okay. Yeah, and I have a little bit of creep, too, actually, in a jar, so... Possibility. Maybe I'll just stick with the sweet tea and start with that and see if that does anything before... Because I don't think as a larva he's dangerous. Like, he's indestructible, but I don't know that he can be that dangerous unless he turns into something. Yes, that is generally the case. But you know what? I'm here. We've got a Protoss warrior in the back. We... <laughs> I don't think it'd be too bad. But yeah, you know what? I will give him some sweet tea and I will give him some creep. Okay. I'm reckless. I'll do it. You set up some creep for him. You give him sweet tea. He definitely gobbles up that sweet tea. You give him the uh, the creep. He kind of, he like rolls around in it a little bit. He's definitely a little more active. Mm -hmm. As he's a little more active, he is, I would say, not sending you a vibe of alarm, but he's sort of repeatedly like awaiting orders. He starts doing a, like a guard post, like in your room, unless you give him a new orders. I mean, a guard post seems fine to me. I have no idea what else I would have him do, honestly. But now might be the time for me to figure out what else we could have him do. That's a possibility. Have him train Sunshine. Did she see any change in the blinking light after feeding him? Oh, right, right. There is that. Give me a two purple perception check. Because you're just trying to assess, is it different? Two successes, one triumph, two threats. Okay, okay, that's pretty good. You're taking two strain because you recognize now, you're looking at it, it has not changed at all, and you realize, oh, no, that, like, it is really the energy. Like, that's literally, the battery is low. Okay. And this battery is for the tech in his head. It's not powered by Snowball. Right. Like, it's got an internal battery that you don't know how long it was designed to last for. <laughs> I'm like, it's not a video game. It's not his energy. <laughs> right. But you're able to, like, estimate, just because, like, you're looking at it, or, like, it, the pattern actually changes. It says, like, 
time to zero, and it gives you, uh, like, 28 days. Okay. So we've got about a month left. Or uh, time to zero at current usage rates. I have no idea what makes it use more or not. Yeah. Okay. I will say, presumably, if Snowball were interacting with you more, that would use more. Okay, so then, does his tech have, like, a screw on it or anything? Like, you can tell where the battery might go? Yes, I'll say because you had the Triumph. You can definitely tell where the battery would go. Okay. You're not sure what kind of... It would be a mechanics check to, like, carefully inspect that. Imogen seem pretty good on that stuff, so I'll wait until she's free and... Maybe we can take a look and see if we can now just get a new battery. Now that you know you've got 28 days. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hope, don't worry, I'll definitely remember. <laughs> yeah, you're not 100% sure, like, if the battery runs out, what happens. Right. It could be that, like, Snowball becomes Feral Zerg. It could be that Snowball dies. You're not sure. And also, I don't know how we replace it if without the same thing happening. Yes. Well, it's like you, you sort of need a replacement battery or a way to charge this battery. You need to learn more about that system. But if we take the battery out, that's effectively the same as it draining. <laughs> so. I'll say, like, it's definitely okay to pull it out briefly and put in the new battery. That's that's not going to be a problem. Okay, it maybe has a backup or something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, then I'll put 28 days on his sheet. 28 days. Countdown begins. Okay, Imogen, you are having a training montage with Malarn. Yep. He tells you to stop looking with your weak eyes and start seeing with your weak mind. <laughs> so I want a two purple discipline check from you. And take a black die because he's a jerk. <laughs> so nice to have an educated teacher. I have four advantages, but three failures. Okay. So you, you feel, like, really calm and comfortable, like you're in the zone. When you hear, like, a loud, like, rap on the table, uh, or, like, your dining room or your coffee table, he's like, no, no. Meditation is a pointless, is for pointless ceremonies. What you need is focus. Try again. And so now, I would like you to make a two purple and a black uh, psionic check. You can use some of those advantages as blue dice, as maybe he's wrong. And this is a psionics check, you said? This is a psionics check. It is costing you two strain. The other thing did not cost me two strain? The other thing did not cost you two strain. That was just discipline. The blue dice from the four advantages produce four advantages. That's good. I mean, threats are real bad, so. Three successes. Five advantages. So, what you feel, see, you managed to calm yourself despite Malorn's goading, I will say. Uh, that was helpful for you. And you are able to get a sense, as you tend to do, uh, of what's living around you. You sense uh, Lily's in the next room. Uh, you get a vague feeling of uh, like concern, not as strong as alarm, a, a muted concern. You get this sense, you're familiar with Snowball, this kind of strange Zerg uh, that is on guard duty very much, like on patrol, just sort of like on repeat. Sunshine, you can recognize, is like an animal that's like stuffed full. Uh, she <laughs> ate way too much, but very sleepy contentment. And you also briefly sort of touch minds with Malorn. You do that and you very quickly get like a feeling of uh, like pain and some quick flashes of like what must have been his youth at some point. A various a torture is maybe too strong a word, maybe not as he's learning how to do various things, getting slapped, wrapped, hit with other things. And at the same time, though, I will say you get a, a feeling of a yearning for, like, an acceptance. 
But overwhelming, why the feeling you get from him is like a sense of frustration right now. Yeah, he wasn't re-socialized three times, so you just get vague stuff from me. You say, Lily's pretty on the level, like, slight concern. <laughs> Malorin's over here, he's over here, he's over there. What do you see? What is it about psionics that every culture thinks you gotta be mean to people to teach it to them? It turns out that traumatic experience is a very effective way of bringing out one's capabilities and weeding out those who are not strong enough. It's simply a matter of science. I guess if you're trying to make warriors... That is the only thing my society tries to make. Is that what you're trying to make out of me? Not trying to make anything. There are some who are clay that people can craft. You are a pile of mud that I'm going to fling into my rival's eyes. <laughs> this date is going so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, Lily, you get to hear all this from the next room. <laughs> so... Don't take this the wrong way, but I don't care what you become. That's up to you. Well, good. Then maybe you, maybe you won't need to do to me what your people did to you. I doubt you would survive that anyway. I wouldn't want to. Indeed, that is the choice that many came to make. Do you purport, with all your knowledge of psionics, that there are other means to unlocking one's potential? I just mean there's an awful lot of skills that people learn, not by having traumatic experiences thrust upon them. But every time I've talked to anybody, Protoss or Terran, about this sort of thing, it's always, oh, this is dangerous, or oh, I was tormented as a child. That's not how people learn science. That's not how people learn sports. It's not how people learn how to fire a gun. People learn how to fire a gun by shooting a gun. People learn how to fight by fighting. If you can find a better way to exercise your Let's, let's suppose their strength. Then certainly you are free to try that. This is the method that I am familiar with. Well, you can continue your shouting. I'm just saying, I don't see how that's going to make me feel the emotions of people around me better. <sighs> he's like, he's very frustrated. He's like, not everyone you encounter will be as accommodating as I am. The minds you see are going to be a wide variety even among your, your Terrans. Your associate, Lily, might be very safe to sense, but many others will throw up defenses or their minds will be chaotic, random. Some people with appropriate training, their minds may be traps that you can get caught in that can do real pain to you, not just the sense that someone is feeling pain. So you need to be familiar with what you might encounter out there. If you are trying to survive in the wilderness, you need to know its dangers. Is there some sort of beaconing aspect to this? There's people who have told me that if I start developing my skills, others will know. If you are not careful, it is certainly possible that you will alert someone who is looking for this. Certainly, merely by listening, or by seeing, you are more easily seen in this regard. But, in general, I would not consider your powers to be particularly notable. Perhaps among Terrans they might be worth mention. And what do you know of my powers? Have you submitted me to some test I'm unaware of? Uh, nothing so bothersome. You've clearly touched into my mind and seen what I've seen. Likely your associates as well. So that's a, I will say, typical capability. 
among my brethren, let's say, on Ayr, they live every day like that, as one. They live in the Kala, where everyone can read everyone's mind all the time. Their surface thoughts. That sounds horrible. I personally agree. They believe it is necessary for the unity and the stability of their society. So you could choose to learn from them. And I don't know if you have secrets you wish to keep from them, but you would not be able to. Of course, you might learn all of their secrets as well. So perhaps that's a trade you'd be willing to make. I will say that you guys got back kind of late. That kind of takes you late into the, the evening. He actually looks at you like, your strength is weakening even further still. Further training tonight would be pointless. We shall resume tomorrow. Do you have a place to stay, or do you need our coach? I do not need to sleep in the same fashion as you and your associates. This room will suffice. Smelling as foul as it does. Does it smell bad in our apartment? I mean, if the air's kind of stale... It crack open some windows, get it moving a bit. Is some windows into the city where it's also kind of gross. <laughs> yeah, this is like noises all night. It's pretty bad. But, you I know, mean, we've been in spaceships for a while. I'm sure actual air is still pleasant. I mean, yeah, it is actual air. Well, I'm pretty sure that all I've been smelling is humans all on a spaceship, so we might smell a little rank. Uh, it is possible. Then, yeah, I'll go. I'll go take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're like, you're taking a shower, and you, uh, Lily, you see Malorn is, he's like sitting cross-legged on the couch, his eyes seem closed. You don't know if he's, like, meditating or what. He's just totally quiet, does not really even acknowledge your existence. So when he said he does, they don't sleep like us, he just meant lying down. Uh, perhaps that is the case, yes. Well, then I will pull out an extra blanket, since that seems to be my deal, and put it on the couch for him. Try not to bother him. <laughs> okay. Everybody gets a nest. Everybody gets a nest. <laughs> Sharpen my knives and go to bed. Yep. Oh, unless, I guess it's pretty late. I'll talk to Imogen tomorrow about the battery. <laughs> it is pretty late. The next day, Lily, you have two messages. Imogen, you have one. Uh, Lily, you have one message that you've got uh, a discount at the gas station for buy one, get one on knives. Ah, right. I think Lily might have to go into knife throwing. It's too bad we don't have more money because this would be an excellent opportunity to actually get the high quality knives. Ooh, that's an interesting point, yeah. Both of you have a uh, email from your boss that just says, uh, I haven't seen you around in a while. Could you swing in today? <laughs> just wanted to touch base. Oh, right. Or no, it doesn't say swing in. It doesn't even imply like you haven't been around necessarily. But like, I wanted to touch base at 10 in the morning. So wait, is this from the refinery or is this from fraud? No, no, this is from fraud. <laughs> okay, looks like we're going into the office this morning. Oh, shit. You come out to the like living room. Malorn, in fact, does have the blanket around himself. He's still, like, sitting up in a strange fashion. But he has taken the blanket around himself. Hopefully that was warm enough. <laughs> no idea. Just set a cup of coffee out for him. Yeah. With a note that says, be back later. <laughs> he does seem to be out at the moment, indeed. Yeah, and I, I guess we go to work. Okay, so just so I'm clear, you guys have in your apartment one Protoss, <laughs> one Zerg Larva, one layout, correct? Correct. <laughs> what could go wrong? But I want to lock Sunshine and Snowball in my room. Not like lock, like Malorn couldn't get in, but the door closed. Right, so they can't just casually get out. 
They can't casually, but maybe Sunshine can. Yeah, I'm not going to be that smart about it. I'll just close the door. Okay, that's totally fine. I guess I have nothing else to feed them, though. Well, I'll make sure Sunshine has had food. She's going to be fat when I'm done with her, probably. It's very possible she's going to be real fat. I'll just give her another MRE if she seems hungry. <laughs> I didn't make my survival check, so I don't know how often she needs to eat. Right, right, right. That's fine. That's fine. Snowball should be fine. Okay. You guys go to the office, actually. You get into the office. Uh, there's Norm for his one line every other episode. Hey, guys. And then he continues on. If we try to engage him in conversation, he avoids us because he is only allowed one line. Yep, only one line. Very strict rules. Duke uh, kind of leads out of his office, sees you, waves you in. He's like, nah, Lily, Imogen, how you doing? I, I was surprised you missed the department lunch last week. Oh, that would have been when we were on Marsara, probably. Probably? I don't know what day your lunch was. Did, did, have you two been getting, yeah, have you been getting the memos? Oh, are we on the distro list for that? Uh, yeah, you, you definitely are. It's the same address you get, you get paid at. Have we been getting paid? Well, if you're not getting paid, you're going to have to take that up with payroll. I can't handle that. I think that goes straight to our landlord. <laughs> uh, so where where you two been, then? I haven't seen you around much. It's kind of looking at both of you. I told you we needed to follow up on the Masara Vespine pipeline. Okay. You had said you were going to look into whether there were funds for that, but... Uh, you know, you've also said many times that the wheels of government turn very slowly, so... So I'm going to need a deception check. Okay, can I at least have a blue die? Because we primed this ahead of time. Yes, you did prime this. You can absolutely have a blue die. It is going to be two purples and a black, because you missed the department lunch and you have been out quite a bit. Uh, you can also get a blue die from Lily if Lily interjects some additional commentary. Well, what is, what is she saying? I'm saying things about how we had to return to Marsara to check on the conditions of the pipeline to make sure like, it was going to be improving. I don't know. If, you, if Lily wants to like, share an anecdote from that. I'm, Lex is trying to remember what right. the difference between when we were there last versus the time before. What, what happened the last time we were there? The Raiders hit the factory, so that's going to be using a lot less Vespine. Uh, you found a science vessel that probably doesn't need to go into report. So then I can say any of the military details I know about the Raiders hitting the... Okay, yeah, yeah, I could probably fill that in a little bit more since I was the one that gave them information. <laughs> so that is I true. I don't tell them that part. You don't tell them there, there might be a mole in the refinery workforce? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I try not to give too much information about the Raiders per se, but on the attack, yeah. And there may have been something like some like zerg stuff i don't know if they're interested in they're not interested in zerg stuff so i will well we did see a drone that was carrying a bunch of vespine we don't know where it got it from but this is true but that could also interfere with the vespine raiders working with zerg yeah so those are the types of things we observed many things that we can repurpose for this story yep oh and before you make this roll you can each recover you recover your strain fully since you've got a good night's rest it was the end of a scene, anyway. Okay. I have a blue dye from Lily. Yes. And I have a knack for it. Ooh, snap. And you gave yourself a blue dye, don't forget, as well. Yes. Three successes and two threats. He's like, oh, that's right. You were going to double check on that. All right. Well, that's, 
And yeah, that's right. The, you said Raiders attacked. I heard about that on the news. Look, look, I've been getting some pushback that our agents are getting involved in various ruckuses. And I, I'm look, I'm trying to push through the medical coverage, but I can't do that if you keep getting in these situations that are looking real dangerous. But you gave us that assignment. No, you chose, without my explicit authorization, to go back to Marsara. Now, I like that can-do attitude. I do. <laughs> but I gotta get this health... Look, you want that health coverage, right? So yes, you sir. have to stay out of your hair for a while? Is that what you're saying? No, you just gotta stay out of trouble, okay? It just it reflects poorly on the department if you were to get injured in the field. Well, I'm sure Norm can help us write the report in such a way that it doesn't sound so bad. Uh, he can, but it's, you got, I, it helps, you know, you got to get FaceTime. I mean, performance review season's going to be coming up, and I'd be thinking, what have, uh, what have Lily and Imogen been doing? Like, I know what Norm's been doing. He's here every day, he's writing these great reports. That you guys are feeding him. Field agents. Well, that's not, that's not an explicit classification. Now, I know you've been doing good work, but I just, I got to have more evidence of that, because I got to take it up to the board. Like, you don't want to know all the terrible things that I... I have to deal with in the Dominion bureaucracy. Well, let me ask you a question then. What's come up the Grom case? How's that progressing? Ah, what's coming up the Grom case, you asked? Are these threats that we still don't have healthcare? The threats are definitely you still don't have healthcare. And I'm gonna say you each take a strain on that. I didn't know we yet didn't have healthcare. Oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Is that a thing? Healthcare? <laughs> no, I do have some information about... I, the GM, have some information about what's going on with Grom. Is it information that Duke can give us? Uh, he says that, uh, well, now Mr. Grom, he came asking about that, actually, while you two were out. I was asking the question partly because I did want to know on Grom's behalf, but also to, like, remind him we did this important thing, since he was, like, saying, what have we done? You got the wheels started turning. I appreciate that. It's going to take time. Yeah, Mr. Grom came around asking for you, but I didn't. you weren't around to point him to. That's because his pilot abandoned us. I don't say that out loud. Yeah, uh, so he might be trying to, he might try to get a hold of you here in the next week or something. He's he's a busy, busy man. For him to make time out to come see you and then you're not here, that also reflects poorly on the department. So can you just try to be a little more present? Yes, sir. Hopefully not going to be, but I say yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> you don't need to roll for that. That's just a reflexive, of course, yes, sir. Doesn't matter, in one ear, not the other. Lily's just like, yes, of course. And Imogen is like, well, what do you want us to do here? I want you to do your jobs. There is no fraud to investigate. Oh, is there somebody here you need us to investigate? Look, not, not everyone. Do you suspect somebody here of fraudulent activity? Is it Norm? Uh, at this point, I will need you to make some sort of social check. I would be happy to make a coercion check. <laughs> I don't know if he actually is doing anything illegal. That's fair, that's fair. Or if he suspects that somebody above him is. But clearly, Imogen's got her, like, go-getter persona yeah. at work. And I'm like, turn me loose and I'll investigate everybody. And maybe right, he doesn't right. want me to do that. So maybe he doesn't want me here all the time. Uh, you feel like you win either way. <laughs> <laughs> do you give me a coercion check? It is a red and a purple. You have two story points, by the way. I'm going to use one for this. Uh, I will say there's also a black because he is your actual superior. He is your boss. So trying to coerce your boss is a little bit uh, unnerving. That's all right, because I have a knack for it. Three successes and one advantage. 
Duke just looks at you and he's like, what? No, there's no fraud in the department. She's like, we barely get enough done. There's no, there's no chance for corruption. There's nothing to corrupt. No, we need to help people with compliance so they comply. Ideally, there's no corruption. And the way you get to no corruption is with compliance. And that means compliance reports. Now, I know you and Lily like to do field work, but you've been traveling around a whole lot, and, like, my travel budget is only so big, too. Is there something more local that you know of that needs checking out? I have heard some some rumblings about certain Dominion facilities. I wasn't sure whether that was the sort of thing that you wanted us to suggest projects about. You can feel free to suggest a project. It's a matter of is it going to be approved. What do you two think of? Well, we've heard of some potentially suspicious activity at Dorf. Dorf, the, that optics museum on the outskirts of town? But is it, is it only an optics museum or is it a money laundering facility? That's the question that I've heard asked. That's all I'm <laughs> Money laundering. Uh, so I'm smelling another deception check. I mean, where I'm angling for this is I would love to have a legitimate reason to go, like, have a look at the facility ahead of time. I hear you. I hear you. Before we act on it. I like this money laundering museum idea. <laughs> on one hand, I will give you a blue die for having a, a concept <laughs> here. I will, however, also upgrade so it is a red and a purple. I'll tell you, if there's money laundering going on, it's got to be the knife place, because there's no way they can sell knives at this rate. <laughs> Gas and guns. Well, it was just five credits off. That was reasonable. But now it's buy one, get one. I think Lily's a little bit relieved that Imogen seems to know what projects we're supposed to be working on. <laughs> <laughs> I have success with triumph. Okay. He's like, you know what? I thought their prices were a little odd. Seem unusually low. I took my kid there once. <laughs> Pretty boring place, if you ask me. All right. If you think you got a lead, you two can check that out. That'd be very helpful. It's just on the outskirts of town. We, we won't be far away. All right, so local travel only. We won't even ask for subway fare. Well, that's good. He, like, updates your fraud papers just to, like... He gives you, like, the papers that say, like, yes, this is what you're doing. You're investigating this facility. Whether the people at that facility trust those or not, but it might be helpful evidence in that case. A letter of introduction. A letter of inspection. All right, I'll take a little bit of time. Definitely check that out. If that turns out, like, hey, that could be interesting. But don't go broadcasting this information. If this is, we want to make sure it's all handled in proper channels. Because, for example, if the person laundering money there gets wind and they're getting found out, they're going to boot scoot boogie out of here. So we want to keep it restrained. Just share the information you find with me and with Norm so we can write the report. And then we'll get that, get another wheel of law turning. And then you'll tell the higher-ups? Because I thought you wanted us to be doing presentations and things and making our faces all known. To me. And I gotta make my face known to the person up ahead of me. That's, look, that's, I don't know how it works where you're from, Imogen, but that's kind of how it works in the Dominion. Nobody works where I'm from. Yeah, you got like, what, a four-hour work week or something? Yeah, that's why Umo does not get anywhere. Anyway, you have a great day. Dismiss. Sir? Oh, sorry. Do you have a question, Lily? No, that was my... I've been dismissed, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, sir. No, sir. Ah, sorry. I never actually served in the military. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yep, you are free to go, and you've got your updated fraud mission. Is there, like, piles of memos sitting on our desk? Uh, let's see. How many memos are on your desk? Like, what was the deal with this luncheon? 
Yeah, there's only a few memos, and you do see you missed the luncheon. It was the department bought lunch for everybody. This happens once a year? Yes. You guys missed it. There was a raffle even, Norm won. I can see why it's suspicious that somebody would miss the free food and raffle. Yep, yep, it was a big deal. There was some awards given out. Uh, you guys didn't win any, though. What giant object is sitting on Norm's desk that he won for the raffle? Oh, that's like obscuring your view of him? Yeah, right, so that he doesn't get any more screen time. Oh, uh, it's a half-size statue of Emperor Minsk. <laughs> half-size? Wow. It's pretty big. Like a three-foot statue. Three-foot statue, so like you can put it on your desk. Is it made of chocolate? It is not made of chocolate, but it does have like, you can play uh, little audio clips from the Emperor. It's things like, remember, I am the last bastion of humanity. And there's even uh, one that's like, don't be dumb. <laughs> so what reports are we supposed to write? Norm writes small, doesn't he? I was hoping so. Well, we'll just jot down some bullet points here and stick it in Norm's inbox for him to make the report about our follow-up to Marsara. Give me a two purple knowledge, Terran, just to slap something together. We can work together on this? You can absolutely work together on this. What's your knowledge Terran situation, Lex? Two greens. We have success with one advantage. You give Norm uh, a summary of what you consider the relevant components. No mention of a vulture bike or a science vessel. Unexpected wealth. Well, first off, <laughs> those are unexpected costs. <laughs> and we did pretty we well. <laughs> we end up with another kid to raise. Yeah, that's definitely your uh, apartment lease. Pets are not okay. We might have to move into the science vessel. Forced to live on the street. It's like having a Winnebago. <laughs> we could go back to Marsara. We, we did pretty well there. You did? We just fly a science vessel around looking for places we can plug it in. Pick up the sewage line and the... Problem is that Vespane. Gotta get that Vespane. It's true. We'll mount some wheels on it so we can drive it down the street as well. Just to have the vulture bike tow it. And then it tows the vulture bike when we go through space. Like, we make a bike rack to stick on top. That is true, because getting the bike inside and out is really a pain. And then it takes up the whole middle of the ship. Just replace one of the escape pods with the vulture bike. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We have two slots for escape pods. Just hope you don't need to escape. Yeah, well, we are not quite at the position of wealth that we can uh, take a serious look at rebalancing these items to work together. <laughs> yeah, we can't. We can just fly it some places. We can't actually escape yet. This is true. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.